Greetings and welcome to Digging Deeper with Kenneth Frank, where we uncover hidden gems of understanding in the Word of God. Did you know that the Apostle Paul made such a convincing case for Jesus as Messiah through his resurrection from the dead that a Jewish king who heard him said Paul almost convinced him to become a Christian? Facts of Jesus' death and resurrection in A.D. 31 were evident, as this king was aware. Now, about A.D. 59, Paul appealed to Roman and Jewish officials to consider what these things meant. This king nearly surrendered. Today's Digging Deeper explores this engaging account in the book of Acts to consider why some veer away from choosing to accept Christ's offer of salvation. Here is some essential background to the text in the book of Acts that we will consider in this study. Following Paul's three evangelistic journeys throughout the Greco-Roman world, Luke, in this section of Acts, describes the various hearings Paul had with the Roman governors, Felix and Festus, and the Jewish king, Herod Agrippa II. Paul had been falsely accused by Jerusalem Jews who tried to tear him apart in the temple. Roman officials came to his rescue, but insisted that he explain himself. For his safety, the Romans moved him to Caesarea Maritima, along the coast, where he could be kept in state custody until his case could be properly heard. This process went on for about two years. Our primary text describes Paul's exchange with the Roman governor Festus and the Jewish king Herod Agrippa II before he was shipped to Rome to present his case to the Roman emperor. Subsection, A Compelling Exposition our primary text records the words of Paul to Agrippa. For the king knows of these things before whom also I speak freely. For I am persuaded that none of these things are hidden from him, for this thing was not done in a corner. King Agrippa, do you believe a prophets? I know that you believe. Then Agrippa said to Paul, Almost you persuade me to be a Christian. And Paul said, I would to God that not only you, but also all that hear me this day were both almost and altogether such as I am, except these bonds. Acts 26, 26 to 29. Dake's annotated Bible explains this encounter. Quote, this is to be taken literally, that he, Agrippa, was almost persuaded to embrace Christianity. At least this is the way Paul understood it and so answered it in Acts 26, 29. End of quote. There is a textual matter to consider. Henry Morris's Defender's Study Bible provides this background. Quote, Some expositors, because of certain variations in the Greek text here, regard this as a question or as a sarcastic remark, as though Paul was presumptuous in trying to persuade in a short time such an important man as King Agrippa to become a Christian. However, the majority text, as well as the context, favors the authorized version here. If Paul's exposition could make the Roman governor Felix tremble, Acts 24, 25, with terror, literal meaning, he could certainly bring strong persuasion to a man such as Agrippa, who was much better instructed than Festus in the scriptures. End of quote. 
The Jameson, Fawcett, and Brown commentary adds further, quote, but the apostles' reply can scarcely suit any but the sense given in our authorized version, which is that adopted by Chrysostom and some of the best scholars since, end of quote. Paul was determined to spread the gospel far and wide, high and low. When he was ordained, Christ prophesied that Paul would stand before kings, Acts 9.15. Herod was one such king. What drove Paul to preach so urgently? He explains in one of his epistles. Knowing, therefore, the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. But we are made manifest to God, and I trust also made manifest in your consciences. 2 Corinthians 5.11 Subsection, Who Was Agrippa? Knowing a little about King Agrippa will help us understand this conversation in historical context. The ESV Study Bible, in its note for Acts 25.13, writes of him, quote, Agrippa the king was Agrippa II, son of Herod Agrippa I, and great-grandson of Herod the Great. He ruled over several minor, primarily Gentile territories. The emperor Claudius had conferred on Agrippa II rule over the temple in Jerusalem and the right to appoint the high priest. See Josephus. Jewish Antiquities, 20.222 and 223. End of quote. Herod necessarily had an interest in the charges that Paul desecrated the temple. The NKJ Study Bible for Acts 26.28 offers a probable explanation for Agrippa's lack of response. Quote, Agrippa realized that Paul was doing more than just defending his faith. He was actually trying to persuade Agrippa to become a follower of Jesus Christ. If Agrippa had told those gathered that he did not believe the prophets, he would have angered the Jews. If he had acknowledged that he did believe the prophets, he would have had to give weight to Paul's words. Agrippa avoided being maneuvered into an embarrassing corner by sidestepping the issue. The interview was becoming too personal for Agrippa's comfort. So he ended the dialogue. End of quote. Albert Barnes' notes on the Bible adds this additional note, quote, He had no particular hostility to Christians. He knew that they were not justly charged with sedition and crime, and he saw the conclusion to which a belief of the prophets inevitably tended. Yet, as in thousands of other cases, he was not persuaded to be a Christian. End of quote. Subsection, Failing to Respond. The Seventh-day Adventist Bible Commentary, Volume 6, suggests this explanation for people who do not take action. Like Agrippa, those who are under deep conviction oftentimes speak and act in an indifferent way, particularly in the presence of unbelieving associates. Though under deep conviction, Agrippa perhaps wished to give those assembled in the procurator's, that is, Festus's audience chamber, the impression that he thought Paul naive to think a prisoner could convert a king in so short a time, or with so brief an explanation. End of quote. What keeps people from surrendering to Christ when intellectually they know they must to be saved? Albert Barnes' notes on the Bible suggest several causes for failing to respond. Quote, Such persons are deterred from being altogether Christians by the following, among other causes. One, by the love of sin. 
and love of sin in general, or some particular sin which they are not willing to abandon. Two, by the fear of shame, persecution, or contempt if they become Christians. Three, by the temptations of the world, its cares, vanities, and allurements, which are often presented most strongly in just this state of mind. And four, by the love of office, the pride of rank and power, as in the case of Agrippa, end of quote. Ezekiel faced a similar lack of response in his own day. And they came unto you as the people come. They sit before you as my people. They hear your words, but they will not do them. For with their mouth they show much love, but their heart goes after their covetousness. Ezekiel 33, 31. James adds another sobering conclusion. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholds himself and goes his way, and straightway forgets what manner of man he was. James 1, 23 and 24. Subsection, what Agrippa gave up. What had Agrippa almost become? David Guzik's Enduring Word Commentary explains, quote, Acts 26, 18 describes five things that happened to Paul when he became a Christian. A Christian has their eyes open. A Christian has turned from darkness to light. A Christian has turned from the power of Satan to God. A Christian has received forgiveness of sins. And a Christian has an inheritance among those set apart to God. End of quote. How much Agrippa missed. When Paul said he wished Agrippa was like himself except for his bonds or chains, the NIV Cultural Background Study Bible offers this dramatic scene. Quote, a speech's conclusion often included an emotionally rousing climax, here probably including Paul gesturing with his unjust chains. Given ancient analogies, Paul's right hand may have been chained to a guard's left hand with an iron shackle weighing 10 to 15 pounds. That's 4.5 or 6.8 kilograms, end of quote. We can imagine the emotional appeal Paul made to Agrippa, and yet Agrippa did not respond to Paul's challenge to repent to and turn to Christ in obedient repentance. A challenging thought for our conclusion comes from Albert Barnes' Notes on the Bible, quote, There is no reason to believe that Agrippa ever became fully persuaded to become a Christian. To be almost persuaded to do a thing which we ought to do and yet not to do it is the very position of guilt and danger. And it is no wonder that many are brought to this point, the turning point, the crisis of life, and then lose their anxiety and die in their sins. May the God of grace keep us from resting in being almost persuaded to be Christians. End of quote. If you sense your need to repent before Christ and accept his sacrifice for your sins, we urge you to contact our church office for personal counseling with one of our ministers. Do not be an almost Christian. This has been Digging Deeper with Kenneth Frank. To learn more about the Bible and living a godly life, go to Living Education at lcgeducation.org, sponsored by the Living Church of God.